What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday, hump day. Today is July 21st. Hopefully you guys are having a nice week so far. On today's show, Trending Wednesday, going to talk about the NBA Finals. Obviously Milwaukee getting the big win last night, winning the series 4-2 after trailing 0-2. So a big win for Milwaukee. We'll talk about that, talk about some different numbers in the NBA Finals, what we saw and what we learned. And also the NHL uh, NHL expansion draft is today. So we'll kind of go over uh, the rough rules of that draft. Now tomorrow we'll have an in-depth analysis of what the Seattle Kraken did, who they took, how good they're looking at uh, it, it, it being. But right now uh, we don't know much about who they're going to take. We do know the unprotected players. And like I said, we'll go over some of the rules in the expansion draft here in a few minutes. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge is... Uh, allowing everyone out there to start winning a lot more money betting sports because they don't charge a VIG. That's right, VIG-free betting. And here's the thing. If you talk about the math of sports betting, most people, if you're not a professional, you're going to go right around 50% for your career. The issue is the house charges minus 110 or 52.4%. So if you're going 50%, and the market's charging 52.4%, that's a negative 2.4% edge for you. You're going to lose money. With Better Edge, they take that whole edge the house has, the advantage the house has, and it's gone. It dissolves. Now you're betting 50-50. You're theoretically not expected to lose any money over the course of the long run. So do yourself a favor. Make more money with Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. And uh, that also lets them know that we sent you here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com. Start making more money, betting VIG free. Use promo code SHARP. All right. So like I said, trending Wednesday, looking back at uh, the biggest topics this week in the world of sports. Obviously, we'll focus on the NBA Finals. Milwaukee winning game six last night and uh, winning the series 4-2. Now, if you look at the uh, prices for this series, before anything happened, before uh, the final started, the Suns were the favorite, and they were about minus 180. Milwaukee was about plus 160. So Phoenix was expected to win this series about uh, 58% of the time. Well, what happens? The Suns win game one, the Suns win game two, both games at home, and then the market adjusts. The Suns were then minus 800. Now, if you're talking about a percentage, uh, we can look it up here. Asods.com. I think it's it's uh, 90% off the top of my head, but let's just see real quick. American, 800. Um, 11.1%. So it would be minus 800. 889 so the market, sorry about that, folks. I'm just doing a little math here on aceodds.com. But minus 800 implies an 88.9% win probability. Now think about that. The market had Phoenix winning this series around roughly 90% of the time. Do you think that was a good price? Do you think that was accurate based on what we saw these last four games? Now it's one thing to go back and look hindsight. And everyone's a winner, hindsight. But this is a good example of sometimes the market overreacts. Sometimes the market anticipates where money's going to come and they want to protect themselves. Now, to compare these prices, because you may say, well, Tyler, Phoenix was the favorite. They won two games. Of course the market did that. Okay. 
Well, let's look at what the market did when Milwaukee was up 3-2 going back home to play game six. They were minus 380. <laughs> it's crazy. Phoenix is up 2 nothing with five games left to play in the series if it goes seven, and the market had the Suns minus 800. Yet, Milwaukee's up 3-2 with a game-clinching game six back home, and the market had them minus 380. So, not only... Does the market anticipate where money's coming? Sometimes the market overreacts or underreacts. It's not as if the sports betting market is so efficient and always so spot on. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. This is a great example of how markets overreact, especially within seven-game series. You see things go back and forth all the time in these series. This is a great example. Now, in football, you're not going to see this because you don't get series. Football is much more one and done. That's why football, there is more of an element of luck. But it's interesting to to look at the prices here. The Suns were minus 800 after game two. Milwaukee, minus 380 when they were up 3-2. Very uh, interesting discrepancy there in the odds. All right, let's look forward to next year. What are the next year's NBA odds to win the championship? The favorites, the Brooklyn Nets, plus 210, and they're pretty heavily favored. Uh, Again, they are the favorites at plus 210. The next team in the odds are the Lakers at plus 450. And then the next team, Milwaukee, plus 800. So right now, as we record this podcast on July 21st, the Brooklyn Nets are double the favorite than than the LA Lakers are, and they're four times the favorite than the Milwaukee Bucks are. So if everyone stays healthy... If they stay together and nothing else happens, do you really think the Brooklyn Nets plus 210 is a good bet? You may think so. If you believe the Brooklyn Nets can go through the season unscathed and end up getting to the finals, and again, plus 210 represents a 33% win chance. This is saying all things given, (laughs) the Brooklyn Nets are going to win one out of three times if you play every season over next year. That's crazy to me. And and I mean, I think that's such, we talk about overreactions. I think that's an overreaction for the favorite right now in the NBA. Plus 210, I think the the highest team in the NBA should be plus 500. But either way, Brooklyn plus 210, LA plus 450, Milwaukee plus 800. And then there's a drop off. Uh, Golden State, Phoenix, Utah, uh, right around that 13 to 1 range. Philadelphia, 16 to 1. And then a bunch of teams, 20 to 1 or worse. LA Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Dallas Mavericks, Atlanta Hawks. Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, Portland Trailblazers, so on and so forth. So what we can take away from this, well, this year was an anomaly in the NBA. And while I enjoyed it, and while a lot of you out there enjoyed it, I'm sure, based on what I read on Twitter, this isn't to be expected. There were so many injuries this year. It was unprecedented how many injuries happened in the NBA. All of the stars, or at least a lot of the stars, were hurt in the playoffs. So while I love seeing Giannis succeed, win the championship, and Milwaukee win it, this whole thing of Milwaukee playing Phoenix, this is not the future of the NBA. The future of the NBA is what it has been for the last 10 years, where you have a handful of teams, four, five, maybe six teams, and that's who it's going to come down to. So barring any injuries, look, I think Brooklyn, LA, Milwaukee should be at the top, but Brooklyn shouldn't be that heavily favored. All right, let's move on to the NHL expansion draft. Uh, That's going to be tonight in the Seattle Kraken. Select one player from every single team. Now, again, the expansion rules. Every team had to select either seven forwards and three defenders and one goalie or 
eight total skaters and one goalie if they wanted to keep more than three defenders. Most teams will opt to keep seven forwards, three defenders, and one goalie. But the players who they leave for Seattle take, uh, they, they have to be under contract next year and have played 40 games last season or 70 games over the last two seasons. Uh, also, they've uh, goalie, same thing. The goalie has to be under contract and uh, has to have played the last couple of years. So it's not like these teams can just put their scrubs out there. They've got to be good pieces, good, good contributors to the team right now. So what we're not going to do is go through every single team and try and predict and project who they're going to take. And, oh, well, if Seattle gets him, it'd be good. If he gets him, it wouldn't be good. What we'll do is come on here tomorrow and react. We'll let you know, because I'm going to be able to have quickly my idea of how good Seattle is. So we'll let you know. Immediate reactions. Did Seattle do a good job? Who do they miss on? Who do they pass on? Uh, what do we have them rated? Because we're going to know tomorrow where we have them. One through 31, I think it is now in the NHL. 32, maybe. So it's exciting. Expansion drafts are always a lot of fun. You get to see a team start from scratch, just like a video game. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow on Deep Dive Thursday. But either way, good luck, whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. Hope you cash some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.